0: Thank you for joining Spazzing Out. I am Anthony Paziali, or Spaz. This is my podcast, Spazzing Out, that you can get on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. You can go to anthonypaziali.com, and there's a bunch of other links to where you can get my podcast. And then you can listen to it or not listen to it. As I tell everybody and all new followers or people that just happen to come across my podcast, I'm begging you. Make it through the first 17 minutes. Don't listen to the podcast. Make it through the commercial. I get one cent richer. I started this podcast almost two months ago. I have made like $23. I'm absolutely killing it. Killing it. It's funny that I say that because it, it took me about a month to make five bucks. And then in the last month, I've almost made $20. So the podcast is starting to do pretty, 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 pretty good. So, here's uh, some stuff that I'd like to talk about on my podcast. Before I get to that, I do want to let people know that typically, I'm a very passionate person, and there are some topics that just get me going. That's just how I am, and and I don't change for anyone, for anything. I am passionate throughout the entire day, at work, at home, on my podcast, on the radio, if I happen to be on the radio, whatever I do, so please... If I start getting yelling and if I start screaming, it's just, it's who I am. It's just who I am. And someone DM me, they listen to the podcast and say, man, you get really upset. I'm not upset. I'm just passionate. I just, I feel like, it's like people feel like they need to swear to get their point across. Well, I need to, I feel like I need to get fired up so you can understand where I'm coming from. So here's some of the stuff that I want to cover today. Gloves. People who are putting... Throwing their gloves in parking lots, I I, I, I can't, I, I, my head is going to explode, I cannot, People. it's the grossest thing, so we're going to talk about that. People that smoke at work, Like I mean at work, not in the parking lot, in the building, we have to cover this, Trump has saved the meats, our president has saved the meats, we're going to talk about that, two, this is a great story. Two students in Florida, Florida state students, they created a website that pumps out and tracks good news stories about coronavirus, right? Good news stories. And that's what we all want to hear, right? No, we don't want to hear good news stories about coronavirus. We need a website that covers stories where dickheads drop their gloves or their masks or they're stealing money from the government. And we need to track these assholes. We'll get into that and how I feel about it. No need for good news stories. We want the bad stuff. Nobody likes good news. No one. Nobody. Uh, literally, I, uh, today, I we, w- when I got home and i taken taking a shower. Yes, I shower once in a while. And I went into the bathroom and I didn't say, hey, Alexa, play feel good music. No, nope. I went in and I said, Alexa, play depressing music. The first song that came on was Hurt, the version that's done by Johnny Cash. And I was like, that's right. That's what I want. Depressing, miserable music. Not upbeat, uplifting music. Nobody cares about that crap. Now, oh, now my Alexa's playing. Hold on. Alexa! My Alexa just started. Hold on for a second, guys. Alexa! Ah, hold on, everybody. Alexa! 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 Stop! My God, in the middle of my podcast, Alexa has to get fired off because I'm, I'm all upset. All right. Unemployment. I want to talk about unemployment and I want to talk about these people who are getting an extra $600 a week and they're bitching about it and they're complaining that they're going to have to go back to work and they're not going to get their $600 anymore. This is really pissing me off. I can't stand these people. And then we're going to talk about the future of the movies. Future of the movies. We're gonna talk about Trolls World World Tour and about how much money Trolls made, and about how great it is because it's gonna actually save you money. So you're not gonna have to go to the movie theaters anymore because that shit's gone. Movie theaters are not. They're probably not even gonna open them up. It's fantastic. I think the first thing we need to get into. Um, let's see how far we are into it. You know, we gotta get, we gotta pay the bills around here, bro. But here's the first thing we're gonna do. Why don't we go about the gloves? I was at Bank of America today. And the parking lot, not only Bank of America, I went to Home Depot too. So the parking lot at Home Depot and Bank of America are covered with used gloves. They're they're everywhere. I mean, remember like when you used to see like a used condom on the ground? It's like the grossest thing you've ever seen. Disgusting. You hardly ever see it. Maybe you see it once in a while. There are rubber gloves all over the parking lots. And these places... And I can't. First off, I did a video. If you guys want to go check out my, 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 you guys know my social media at Spaz WAF on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And then my TikTok is at Anthony Paz, okay? And my, my, that's where you can go see the video. I literally shot where the gloves were on the ground, and the barrel is like 20 yards away. We need to do something about these people, and if I've said it before on this podcast. What we need to do is out them. We need to out these people. So I need you, people, the 20 people that are that are, that watch me on my live stream, uh, the I now I'm almost up to 200 subscribers on my podcast. The 200 people, the 200 subscribers to my podcast. I when you see someone doing this, I want you to take a friggin' picture of them and immediately post it on your social media. Say, look what this douchebag is doing you don't have to get confrontational. You don't have to punch them because, you know, I'm a baby. I'm not a very confrontational person. I'm not going to run up at somebody's face and get into a fight. I'm 40 years old. I don't do that kind of crap. But what we need to do is take a photo of them. You see them doing it, videotape it, send it to the news stations, send it to Fox News, Put it immediately post it on your Instagram and say, do you know this douchebag? Because if you do, you need to out him. We we want to know who he is, where he lives, what kind of business he owns, what he does, and we'll shut his ass down. It's the, it's right up there with people who throw their cigarette butts on the ground outside your house, except it's worse because it's got your damn diseased hands on it. So we need to get together. Maybe we need to come up with a website, Uh, you know, pocket lock gloves or, you know, You guys are creative, man. You guys think of a name of a website. Let's put a website together. And uh, the website's all about douchebags that drop their gloves in parking lots. Right? We take photos of them and we post them. That's it. I'm I'm dead serious. You see someone dropping their gloves, snap a picture of them. You post it up on the website. We shame them. We shame the shit out of them. So bad. So, plain and simple. Think of a name. You guys are real creative. Let's come up with a name, right? I can't think about it right now. Give me a day. I'll think of a name for the website. I'll even buy it. I don't even care. You guys send me the photos. I'll post them. I'll post them on my anthonypaziali.com website. I'll I'll have a a separate page, anthonypaziali.com slash douchebag, and it'll be all photos in names of scumbags that are dropping their gloves in parking lots that you should stop doing business with, that you shouldn't be friends with anymore. You you know what you should do? What you, you guys have dogs? <clears throat> now I'm losing my voice. Do you guys have dogs? I have dogs, okay? My dogs aren't trained because they're not my dogs. They're Kaylee's dogs. I inherited these two little rats. They're not trained well. I grew up in a house that had dogs, and when a dog... Took a shit in the house. You put the dog's face in the shit. You said, do shit in my house. And the dog learned. Dog doesn't shit in the house anymore. That's what we should do to these people. So when we see these people, and they're putting gloves on the ground for kids to pick up, for other people to pick up for some poor sap that's getting paid 20 bucks an hour. You know, take junk, gets the call. Pick up the gloves in the parking lot. I said, we take their face, and we put their face... Right into the glove and say, Hey, bud, pick up the glove, you lazy ass. They wonder why the vice president is on TV saying, I'm worried about Massachusetts because the curve, we're not, we're going up, we're not going down, we're not flattening, we're not flattening because there's a bunch of douchebags dropping their gloves in the parking lot. It's disgusting. If I catch one of you guys doing it, I'm telling you, I'm taking a photo of you. I'm going to take a photo. I'm going to get your face and I'm going to splash it all over my social media with the big sign douche bag. So everybody knows who you are and then I'm going to find out where you're from. And trust me, I will. You guys know, remember the American flag I found the, 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 the flag, the, 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 the funeral flag. It didn't take me long. This guy's dead. And I found out who he was, and I got the flag back to his family. He's dead. I found out ho- who it is. I will find you, and I will shame you on my podcast, on my social media, and we will create a website. Maybe we'll just call it Glove Douchebag, or just Straight Up Douchebag. And we will post your picture on there. And right under it, I, it it's it's right up there with people that don't buy American-made shit. It, it, there's going to be a photo of you. It's going to say, this scumbag dropped his glove in the parking lot. Don't do business with him. Don't let him in your store. If, it, it Literally, don't teach his kids how to play baseball. Any of that shit. Don't, everybody suffers in your family because you're a scumbag. It's disgusting. You need to stop doing it. And the only way we can stop this from happening, the only way, to stop it from happening is if we all get together and let people know that it's disgusting and they're putting other people's lives at risk, okay? Yes, <laughs> and, and, and some for those of you who don't know, I'm doing a live feed and Brad said, here comes the comment, they, they are, they really are. The, the the glove people are right up there with the cheese people. If you're not ordering cheese people, you know what? Fucking brilliant idea. We start a website that it's just a shame website and we have different pages one page is for people that don't order cheese pizza, and you take a photo. You just ran up some douchebag at Santapio's, and he's got a, a, a you know a veggie or a meat lovers pizza. You take a photo of him, boom. We post his ass on the website, and then if we ever see him eating cheese pizza, we go right up to him and we say, sir, excuse me, we saw you eating a veggie pizza. You have lost your right to cheese. Lost your right to cheese. Then you go to the next page. There's all these douchebags that threw their gloves in the parking lot. And then if they're in the same pizza place, and they're eating cheese pizza, if you see one of these scumbags eating cheese pizza, fucking take it from them. But you threw your glove on the ground, no cheese pizza. None. So, we're going to move on from this topic. I want you guys to think about that, okay? We have to put an end to people... Dropping their gloves in parking lots. It's really disgusting. It's hazardous. You don't know where the glove has been, and someone actually has to clean the parking lot. There is some company that has been subbed out by Bank of America or Home Depot that cleans up these parking lots and it needs to stop. And we're the only ones that have to do it. Sometimes the public. The private sector has to get together and we have to show people that we're serious about this. And the way to do it, plain and simple, is we need to come up with a website and we need to shame these people. And we need to start taking photos of them and let everybody know. And I mean, we could just go, we'll start with the people that do gloves. We'll move on to the people who throw their cigarette butts out. The the people who don't eat, who just literally... I think we should just start with the people who don't order fucking cheese, who who order anything other than cheese. They're the worst people. The the people who don't order cheese pizza are definitely the people who are throwing the gloves on the ground, hands down. We're going to work on that. We need to do it. All right. For those of you that don't know, what you see behind me, this is my basement. This is for people on the Facebook live feed. For those of you listening on the podcast, you can catch me, do my podcast live on Facebook Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, Thursday night. I'm going to have a special podcast coming up. And by special, I mean on the very next nice day, I'm going to do my my, my podcast live from my hot tub. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to submerge myself in the hot tub. I just cleaned it. I emptied it out over the weekend, loaded it up. It's currently getting nice and warm, currently getting warm. So wait, someone just put something. I, I hate to break things up. I do this a lot. My mind's all over the place, but Brian Black, Blackie, what's up, bro? Good friend, Brian Black, solid guy. He is someone, let me tell you something about Brian Black. For those of you guys don't know, uh, Brian, you know, from Boston, he is someone that would actually punch you in the face if he saw you putting a glove on the ground. There wouldn't even be a need for a website. It'd just be Brian Black walking over to you after you dropped the glove and him putting his fist in your face. Good, solid man, but he wouldn't put up for that crap. He's got an actual good name for the website, dirtyglovegang.com. I'm going to write that down, Blackie. Um, I, and I can't spell, so everybody's got to hold on for a second because i got to actually read that. i got to write that down letter for letter from Brian. D-I-R-T-Y-G-L-O-V-G-A-N-G dot C-O-M. All right, I got it. Perfect. Thanks, Wacky. All right, so moving on from this topic, um, there's some other shit or some other stuff that I need to get to. But before we get to it, it's about that time for me to take a quick break and for those that are listening to the podcast, thank you so much for making this far. If you only make it another 30 seconds, it's maybe it's like 45 seconds, right? If you only make it another 45 seconds, I'd appreciate it because that's how I get paid. I get that one cent, one cent. And the reason that we're trying to raise money here is just for me. I'm sorry, I'm not giving that shit to charity. I give enough to charity. No, I'm just kidding. I would. If I made millions, I'd do, but I need to buy equipment so that I can have a better podcast so that I can entertain people from my basement. Oh, and I was saying that I'm in my basement for the long haul. I'm stuck down here in the basement until quarantine is over, which has now been extended to uh, May 18th, which sucks because I'm so sick and tired of being down here. I can't handle it. All right, we'll be right back. Listen to this and then we'll come back. When we get back, we're going to cover people. There are still people smoking at work blows my mind. Trump has saved the meat. We're going to talk about these Florida students that created a website tracking good deeds. We're going to talk about the people who are getting $600 a week, $600 a week for unemployment. Talk about Troll's World Tour. And then we'll end the podcast. All right. We'll be right back. Cha-ching. Thank you. One cent richer. Really appreciate it. On average, legit, on average, I get anywhere uh, from 50 to 60 downloads a day. And some people would say that is weak, right? Some people say that's lame. Uh, Joe Rogan uh, gets 60 downloads in a half a second. He gets a million a day. Well, when I first started the podcast a month ago, I only got one download, For like two or three days. Now the podcast gets downloaded anywhere from 50 to 60 times a day. And I have multiple podcasts that I've done in the past few months that are starting to gain up. So the podcast is growing. You can say what you want. A year from now, this shit's gonna be big. Because I'm gonna stick with it five nights a week Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Live on Facebook. Recording the podcast. Then I got to post it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 5 a.m. It'll post. You can listen to it on your way to work. If you're not working, you listen to it at home. We're blowing this thing up. That's how we're doing it. Okay. Let's start with Trump and how we saving the meats. Our president has used an executive order to force the meat companies to stay working, forcing them to work bad for the people that work in the meat industry because apparently the unions are all upset 20 people of the meat people have passed away from coronavirus these dudes do not want to work at all they don't want to work but we have to keep the food going we need to save the meats we need to keep it going the president has done the right thing we all get nice meat i had chicken tonight i i guess that's probably poultry is poultry meat i don't know it i think so whatever. I had chicken, but you know what? I had a beef jerky earlier in the day, so that's meat. Love meat. Good on the president. I just wanted to get that story. I don't have a comment really either way on it. I would tell you what, it would really suck if meat stopped coming. <clears throat> I love hot dogs. And I- oh man, I do love hot dogs. What's your guys' favorite hot dog? I like it. <laughs> it's got to be with the natural casing. Honestly, I should probably start a whole movement on if you don't get hot dogs with a natural casing, you're a douchebag. You, you know the Snap? Love it with the... Nat- Oscar Mayer natural casing. Um, there's another company. Bad. Ballpox, all right. But I don't know if they do the natural uh, uh, casing. Nathan's is good. As long as it's natural casing. There is a place in Lowell, Massachusetts called Elliot's. Ph- Phenomenal dogs. Phenomenal. Now... I'm trying to think. I think I like hmm. I gotta tag it. I gotta get that taste. I haven't had a dog in a while, man. Mac and cheese and cut up hot dogs, so good. Um, I like my dog steamed. I I'd, I'd have to Cam. KM, Cam's great. Yeah, man. Cam natural casings are absolutely bomb hot dogs. But it has to it's gotta have the natural casing. If it doesn't have the natural casing, I'm out on it. I mean, I'll eat the hot dog if it doesn't have a natural casing. But the best hot dogs have the natural casing. And the place in Lowell, Elliott's, it's got the best hot dogs. It it really does. They're phenomenal. And I like my hot dogs, like, you know, not plain, but just nice and easy. Ketchup, mustard, done. Grill it, steam it. I don't know how I feel about boiling it, man. There's something about boiling hot dogs that, like, I don't know. Kind of skeeves me out. But microwaving a dog? I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I, anything like that. I don't even know how that we started talking. Oh, we're talking about hot dogs because Trump uh, is forcing the meat people to work. Well, we need dogs. I need hot dogs. I like corn dogs, too. Wouldn't consider that a hot dog, but corn dogs are pretty good. All right, moving on from that. Two things that I, that I just... Ha- All right, like, you know what? Two topics that I want to get to because this is my podcast and I talk about things that affect me and that piss me off. One thing that pisses me off are people who smoke. But what pisses me off more about people who smoke are people who, who are still smoking at work. So we're going to get into that, okay? And while we're doing that, some of these people are going to give ideas about well, how they like their hot dogs cooked and what kind of hot dogs they like. I personally like natural casing hot dogs. And if I had to pick any place to get a hot dog, I would get it from Elliot's and Lowell. I think it's phenomenal. Now, having said that, I like hot do- my, my hot dog steamed and I can appreciate the hot dog vendor that happens to be <clears throat> outside of a ballpark or, you know, maybe down in Boston Common, or maybe you get a dog like at three in the morning after you went to a bar, good dogs, but boiling hot dogs, someone saying they like their, their dogs boiled, Randy just said it, it's disgusting. I, this is something about a bunch of hot dogs being boiled in water and then the gross water that's left over. It's not even clear anymore. It's got that tingy color to it. Ah. Just it skeeves the hell out of me, dude. But dogs are great. Hot dogs go good with everything except for pizza. But everything else, pretty good. You put dogs in your mac and cheese. You can put dogs in your hamburger helper. You can put dogs in your ramen noodle. Um, you just eat a dog straight up. You can put dogs in burgers, you can put dogs in a sub, you can put dogs in lasagna, you can put dogs in spaghettios. Um hot dogs, great. Straight up natural casings. All right smokers we're going to get to that. The other thing that I want to talk about that's really starting to piss me off because people keep talking to me about it is the people who are getting their check for $600 a week. And I'm I'm this is just really pissing me off. But before we do get to that, let's let's talk about Troll's World uh World Tour. So, I uh like a week ago I rented the Troll's World World Tour. I didn't make it through the movie so I don't know what happened. I didn't find it as good as the first Troll's. I typically watch all the kids' movies with my kids. We go to the movies and the movies are super expensive. You're going to buy a ticket 20 bucks. You're going to buy your kid a ticket, $15. You're already into it for 35 bucks. Then you're going to go, you're going to get where, where I go is in Revere. So I go up there, I get popcorn. I get an icy. They got a restaurant in their characters. I go in there, bang back a captain and Morgan with my little kitty. Got to have a little drink before you go in. Before you know it, you're a hundred dollars deep easily at the movies. Well, now because of the coronavirus and the fact that we're all home, we're all stuck at home. Movies, well, the movie industry is putting the movies out now. They did that with Trolls. They couldn't put it out in the movies. So they said, or maybe they did for like a day and then this all hit. So they were like, boom, let's do a digital release. And they did. And it made a hundred million dollars. It made more money than the original Trolls three weeks in. So three weeks in. At the movie theater, the original Trolls didn't make 100 million. Three weeks in, the second Trolls has made 100 million. So you're, you're hearing it here first, and I'm sure other people are saying it. We're going to see the death of the movie theater, it will only be a novelty. The death of the movie theater is going to happen. They're just going to start releasing these suckers at home. And I think it's great because you're going to save a ton of money. One, you don't have to go anywhere. Two, you don't have to watch a movie you don't want to watch. You're got to sit there with your kids through a movie that you don't want to be in anyways, shelling out loot that you don't have, and possibly bringing your kid's best friend with them and being like, oh, man, I got to pay for Danny too. What the fuck? Terrible, right? Now, you're just going to get it home. Star Wars, home. Any movie, home, it's fantastic. I love it. I love being home. It's great. All right, Florida students, two Florida students have created a feel-good website where they're posting stories about good deeds, good deeds during the coronavirus. You know, people that are donating money or, you know, hey, we helped the old lady cross the street or, you know, we donated a mask or something like that. Right. So good deeds and they're tracking it. They're tracking the good deeds and they have a map of, of good deeds. It's stupid. I just I can't. I don't know. Nobody cares. No one cares about good news. No one does. Nobody cares about good news. Nobody like hey, how was your day? No one wants to It was great. My day was fantastic. How was yours? So if someone says that to me. I think they're fucking nuts. Like, what? What do you mean your day was great, dude? You worked. Work sucks. Nobody likes to work. Your day sucked. No, it was great. Ah, so these idiots have a website for the do-gooders, for the people that have done a good deed. Now, listen, man, I do good things. I'm not not always a bad guy, but for the most part, like I said earlier in the podcast, I got home and I asked Alexa. I didn't ask Alexa to play feel-good music. I said, hey, play some depressing music. People like depressing things. I don't want to hear stories about great shit going on. Let me tell you, the news would tank. Please, someone with a lot of money, not me, but someone with a lot of money, I meant as in not me, I don't have any money, but I would like to see a network open up a new station that just does feel good music, just does feel good music. That's what I want. No, no, I mean, sorry, no, feel, feel good news stories. And watch how fast your network tanks because people want to hear bad news. So we already talked about it earlier. It kind of came up naturally. But to rebut this, we need to start our own website for bad news for douchebags. Something like Brian Black suggested, DirtyGloveGang.com. But maybe we just need a website that's all-inclusive. Douchebaggery, douchebags, uh, just something that's an all-inclusive word that isn't taken. And we create this website. And this is where we go to see all the bad things that happen. Not the death. Like, death is bad, obviously. Obviously. I understand. There's a lot of people dying. That's not the stuff I'm talking about. I'm talking about the scumbags that are filling out bogus unemployment, um, you know, requests. The the scumbags that you know their parents are dead, but they take the parents' stimulus check and they don't send it back. The scumbags that throw the gloves on the ground. The scumbags that are just effing the system on a daily basis, and we out them. You go to this website to see complete losers. You go on there, and the worst of the worst—it's just a picture of these every—not no one famous, just everyday bums. Everyday bums. Straight up, you see some guy flicking a butt, take a photo of him. We'll post him on this website. And be like there he is, douchebag, hundred percent. Then when you see him, you saw him on the website. You go to, you get up in the morning, you look at the website. You're like oh look, there's the douche of the day. Maybe that's a segment we'll have in this program. Douche of the day. Boom. There he is. And you get a good look at him. It's it's, they, it's like a it's like a it's like an amber alert for douchebags. We put up a profile of the guy. You know everything about him, where he lives, where he's gonna be. It gets put out to everybody. Burp, burp. It gets sent out to your iPhone, it rings up on your on your on your Apple Watch. You know instantly, you get a little notification. Boom. douche, douche, douche. Douche guys' photo pops up, or girl could be a girl. I don't want to be sexist. Women can be douchebags too. Me too has has is is out there. So you know what, women, you're in there too. You can you can you can all be douchebags just as well. And then we know who they are, and and then we shame them. Plain and simple. You driving down the street. So here's an example. Amber Alert goes off. A 12 year old, maybe a six year old girl, uh, gets kidnapped. You know, you you learn everything about her, and you see her, you call the cops. Well, now we do it the other way around. Uh, Douchebag alert goes off, and but you know, ball guy with glasses and a mustache, wearing a Yo Gabba Gabba shirt, just dropped a glove in the parking lot at at uh, you know, Home Depot. He's driving a a a, a, a take drunk a, a take drunk a take junk truck. It's a uh, black and orange. He's driving. You know, down on uh, Route 1A in Revere. And then you see them, you beep them. You let them know. Beep, 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 (laughs) beep. Douchebag! So, to these kids of Florida, I think that your money would have been well spent and your website would get more attraction if you went out and created a website specifically geared towards douchebags and outing everyday douchebags. Just the little things that they do. There are so many things that are that are they're minor things, but they're just douchey moves. And I want you guys to just sit back and I want you guys to think about all the douchebag moves that like like straight up to like not holding the door for somebody. Just a douche. You know, what one of the biggest douchebag things is right. And it's not a problem right now, but the airport tunnel, right? All right, so I usually when I come home to Revere, there's not many ways. So, all right, so for people who don't who don't know, I, I live in Revere, Massachusetts. Okay, and then there's, well, man, like choking. There's only like two ways to get to Revere. One is Route One A. You take Route One A, or you could take Route 16. It's really the only way you can get here. I mean, that's like it. And when the coronavirus isn't around and the place is congested, it's traffic city. I mean, you could be five hours away from Revere get to Revere in five hours, and then wait five more hours to get to your house that's a mile away. And it drives me nuts, because Route 1A, the tunnel pot, the part that goes from 93 to Revere, is one lane. One. Now, it's technically two lanes, but one lane goes to the South Boston right, goes to the Seaport District, and one lane goes to Revere and to the airport. And now the geniuses back in the late 80s, 89, when they designed the big dig and then started working on it, thought for some reason it'd be smart to have one lane, one, one lane going to the airport and to Revere they blow out this huge ass highway under Boston, five lanes wide. The Zakim Tunnel, the Tip O'Neill Tunnel. Sorry, Zakim Bridge, Tip O'Neill Tunnel, five lanes wide. Zzz. And everybody's like, "Oh, why do we have traffic? Because all the offshoot tunnels are one lane, one." You know what, people are going to the airport. All right, people need to get to East Boston, Winthrop, and Revere. You'll sit there for two plus hours easily. When they were building it, they should have anticipated it, and they should have built the friggin' thing ten lanes deep. Or each place has its own exit. Airport. East Boston. Winthrop. Revere. Plain and simple. One lane. And it has a split. So now this is what happens when you get into that tunnel. <clears throat> everybody flies by because no one's going to South Boston. No one can afford to go to fucking South Boston. People stay away from that place like they're playing. They're like, oh, oh South Boston. I don't have that kind of money. So everybody gets in the South Boston lane. They fly. You've been sitting there for like an hour because you're a good guy. You're doing the right thing. You're like, hey, I'm going to sit here just like the guy in front of me. then you get to the split okay and now the split everybody's trying to get over everybody's trying to get over 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 all these losers drives me nuts what they need to do is they need to put a police officer state trooper sitting right at the split have him sit there sit his ass down just sit and then when someone tries to get over because trust me the horns are blaring. When someone's trying to get over me and they're getting shamed. Beep, 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 beep. They're getting lit up. If they try to cut in front of me, bud, I will touch the other bumper in front of me. I will drive my car. I'll even wave to the person in front of me like, hey, hey, my bumper's touching your bumper. There's no way I'm letting this guy in. No way. Not happening. I've been here for an hour. So, I won't let you in. Now, let's say we're at the split. You have the cop there. I don't want the guy who's cutting in to get a ticket. I don't. If he gets in, good for him. But the person that lets him in, you get a ticket. You. The guy that lets him in, that's been sitting there for two hours, you pussy, you pushed out, you let the guy in, he waved at you, you felt you didn't have the nuts to wave him off, You've been like flipping the finger and be like, no, I've been sitting there for two hours. You're not getting in. You should get a ticket. You. How dare you let them in? How dare you? Drives me nuts. So I propose that a state trooper sits right at the split. And any person that lets this person in, they get the ticket. Boom. $100 fine for letting someone merge. $100 fine. And honestly... You should have to get out and it you're like buy me something too because you wasted my time. You just let this douchebag. I've been here forever. So, I don't even know how the hell we got to that. Um I think we were talking about douchebag moves. Those people need to be outed, okay? Not the guy that cut in, but the guy that let the person cut in. The guy that thought it'd be cool to be nice. The guy that's a pussy. The guy sitting up there. And he's got his wife and his two kids and he's showing his kid how how a pussy operates and how a wuss, how a coward lets another man cut him off after you've been sitting kindly for two hours. Coward. You get the ticket. You're the douchebag of the day. Amber, douchebag alert goes out. Photo view. You get a ticket. That's what we should be doing. All right. Peace, man. We're going to run out of time. I ain't really fired up. You know what? I got to double dip this because I got to take a break because I got to get some water. All right. So I'm going to double dip the podcast. Let me be right back. Hang on through this. When we get back, I'm going to cover Smoke is at Work and Unemployment. We'll be right back. Oh, if you made it this far, I am now two cents richer and I appreciate it. Only the second time I've double dipped. I needed to take a break. I need a little water. My voice is getting a little, little, little raspy. <clears throat> Thank you for making it through this one. Uh, typically, I only like to do one commercial. The podcast usually, usually isn't this long. We're already, uh, you know, over a half hour deep in this thing. <clears throat> but there's uh, good content or good things that are, that are pissing me off today, and I'd like to get right back into it so that we can move on with our day. Two more things: <clears throat> smoking. Um, I already have a beef with people who smoke. I just think it's disgusting. We all know how I feel. Like people who smoke are, are lazy, they're inconsiderate, they don't care about other people, they just care about themselves. All they care about is getting their nicotine high. And that's it. And proof is you know as 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 they say that I, I this is a saying that I love <clears throat> is a uh, a tree will you can tell a tree by its fruit. So a bad tree will always produce bad fru- fruit fruit a good tree will always produce good fruit and people that smoke butts 90% of them they're producing bad fruit you guys work lazy you 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 absolutely suck hours out of your employer because you need 10,000 butt breaks during the day you make the truck smell like shit you smell like crap it's nothing worse than someone trying to cover up that steel cigarette smell with some kind of cologne or some kind of perfume. Just don't. Just smell like a cigarette and all your shame and all your disgustingness. Smell like a butt. Own it. You smoke butts. You can't hide your fat. So don't hide the fact that you smoke cigarettes. So, what drives me nuts more than people who smoke Because I can't even conceive the fact that someone would smoke and literally kill themselves while they're killing other people. Like, if you want to eat a Twinkie and get fat and die of a heart attack, bro, eat all the Twinkies you want. Your Twinkies don't affect me. You eat all the crap you want. I'm not getting residue food on me. When you're smoking, I got to breathe in those toxic fumes. You're a douche. What's worse is that construction jobs? Dudes are still smoking while they work. While they work. Now, I can almost find it acceptable. Not on my crew. Straight up. No smoking on my job. You're you're fired. There is no first, second, third warning. I tell you straight up. You work for Anthony Paziali and you think you're going to smoke in my truck and you think you're going to smoke on my job site? You're fired. Bye. And it's not because I'm against... Bud, you want to smoke all the butts you want? Go ahead. Smoke them down the block. None of the people I do work for want you smoking on their site. I've never had someone come up to me and say, Oh, it's totally cool. Let the guy smoke on the site. Nope. Nine out of ten times, I get the ballest assholes, right? Well, these people aren't assholes. They're clients. I apologize. Nine out of ten times, a client will say to me, Hey. You know, you guys aren't gonna smoke, uh, they're not gonna smoke in my house, right? Or they're not gonna, they're not gonna smoke on the job. Absolutely not. I have a no smoking job. If you see one of my guys smoking, let me know. Cause I'll terminate them right on the spot. Have a nice walk home. I don't care where we are. Absolutely not. Now, what's worse is when you're doing a job where you're not the boss. Now you're you're the boss of your crew. So, for example, my crew's doing a job. We're working. Let's just say it's a demo, because that would probably most likely be the place where it's happening. You have some, and I work with a lot of rehabbers, right? I I'm a real estate investor myself. I, I we do rehabs. We do all this all this stuff. And you're working on a house that you've just gutted and you've just put up brand new sheetrock. Whatever you call it, sheetrock, blueboard, I don't care what the hell you call it. I mean, you're building a new house. So this is a scenario. I was doing work somewhere the other day, and I'm ripping up a floor. But they decided they didn't want the floor after the fact, so it's a little bit of pain in the ass. The The, the house is almost done. Now the floor needs to come up, right? And I'm there, and I just hear someone from the behind me say, Oh my God, they—they—they they, they, Anthony's going to lose his shit. And I, and I just, you know, I'm kind of not paying attention. I have this all-purpose tool going because I got to get really close to the wall without fucking up the wall, but I still got to chip the floor. But the floor goes underneath the, the new drywall because it wasn't supposed to come up. So I'm, I'm chipping it literally, literally. It's take, it, it's forever. I'm not even done with it. I want to eat a gun thinking about it. But I, I hear one of my guys say, oh, he's going to lose his mind. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm just like, I got to pay attention to these idiots. They did something. And then I smell it. Then I smell it. And I couldn't even believe it. Literally. I was, gonna, I, 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 I was ready to murder someone. And I turn around, and there's the guy that's taping the wall, right? He's an older dude, probably 60. He's taping the wall. Taping means uh, you know, the blue board's up, and you know they're putting tape and mud on it, okay? And the guy is, he's doing, I mean, he's got skill. The guy had skill. He's, he's taping right along with with the butt. He doesn't even have his hand on the butt. He's got the five inch long ash. Things like 10 inches. It just goes forever. I stand up and I just look at the guy while he's kind of over me. And I have a mask on and through my mask, I'm breathing in. This guy smoke. And I get up and I just look at the guy. And I'm watching, he stares at me. And then I watch that ash fall. It could have been in slow motion, dude. It was like, as the ash fell to the floor. And then I walked away because I I, I wanted to kill the guy. And then he lights up another butt. Okay? Now, mind you, the person whose house this is is one of my clients, also a friend of mine, That's building a brand new house. Brand new. Trust me. The last thing. Anybody wants. When they're buying a house. Is to know. That they have a brand new house. And they walk in and it smells like cigarettes. You know how tough. Listen. I don't care if you're selling an old house. You're selling an old house. And it smells like butts. 20 grand off. 30 grand off no one's buying it nobody wants a house. no one nobody when I buy houses for cash and it smells like smoke my eyes light up I'm like oh I'm gonna buy this puppy because it smells like ass and no one will buy it I literally asked the people oh what what happened you listed the property oh the house smells like smoke yeah no shit. Because nobody in their right mind wants to buy a house with your with the yellow wall. It, ah, it's disgusting. So I'm pissed off, one, because this is a guy that I'm doing work for. Two, this guy's a friend of mine. And I'm thinking about him going to resell the house and it's smelling like cigarette butts. Three, I got a guy that works for me that smokes butts. And everybody knows it, but he doesn't smoke on the job. But I don't want my guy to get in trouble. Because the house smells like smoke. So the guy lights up another butt. I walk away. Guy says, no, it's cool, man. You can keep working. And I literally, I turned around him. And I go, no, Nope. nope. I can't keep working. He's like, oh, I'll get out of your way. I go, no, nope. nope. I don't smoke. Why? I literally I just looked at him. And I go, why are you smoking in the house? Oh, oh, I didn't realize it was a problem. And I said, I'll. I, literally, I, I had to bite my... Argh! I was just like, you didn't realize that it was a problem. This is a brand new house. No one's ever lived in it. And you're smoking a cigarette in it. Oh, you know, it's no biggie. And I said, okay, how about I call Paul and see if he thinks it's a problem? How about I call the boss? How about I call the guy that's fucking paying you and tell him you're ripping a butt in the brand new house that he's got to put on the market? Needless to say, things got a little confrontational because the guy's an old school guy and he, and he went outside and he stopped smoking. I talked to him later. I apologized to him. I said, hey, dude, sorry that I got so pissed off. It's just the floor's a nightmare and I, I'm breathing in your toxic fumes. And honestly, you really shouldn't be smoking in this guy's house. It, it's a fucking beachfront property that he's trying to get top dollar for in the middle of a friggin' pandemic. And you all making it worse. People would rather buy a house that is th- literally people would rather buy a house that tested positive for the coronavirus for fucking COVID-19 than buy a house that smells like smoke. They would they, they take the risk. They say, you know what? I'll take the risk. It's disgusting. We call it Mrs. Jones. OK, Mrs. Jones. Anytime. <clears throat> I want you guys to think about this little real estate tip. From me to you. Anytime you're buying a property. And you're going to fix it. And you're going to get it ready for the next person. You go into a room. And you just say very simply. What would Mrs. Jones think? Who is Mrs. Jones? Mrs. Jones is the wife of the guy who's going to buy the property. So you're like down in the basement. Here's a good example. There's no washer and dryer hookup. Dad doesn't give a shit. The kids don't care. Mrs. Jones is going to be pissed if there's no washer and dryer hookup. Now, if it's a dirt basement and the washer and dryer hookup is in the basement, Mrs. Jones is going to be pissed about having to do her laundry on a dirt basement. Now, do you pour the basement? No, douchebag. You just fucking get a plumber to put the shit upstairs. Trust me. Anytime you thinking about selling something, just look and say, what would Mrs. Jones say? She'd be bullshit if you were smoking in her house. Brand new home. And you're smoking a butt. Not, not to mention the disrespect of smoking a butt over my head while I'm working. Like, I feel like you should know. And I ain't even like one of those motherfuckers that's like, oh, man. You know, I'm the man. Bro, I was on the radio for 16 years bitching about people that smoke. You should know. When I come near you, don't fucking smoke near me. I don't even want to swear. I got to stop it with the swears. All right. We're going to get on to the next topic, and then we're going to end it. It's a little bit of a serious note, okay? People, please, if you're listening to my podcast, you've made it this far, or the 15. People that are watching me live. Any of you guys are unemployed. I'm sorry that you've lost your job and that you're unemployed. Okay. I think it sucks. I really do. But what sucks more is your arrogant tone towards getting $600 extra a week. As if you deserve it. As if you made more money than that. There are people out there. Kids that are 19, 20 years old that are making $900 a week because they're getting their regular unemployment check and then they're getting $600 on top of it. $900. They're making more money than their fathers are making and their arrogance about the fact that they're going to have to go back to work in a couple of weeks and not get their government dole-out check of $600 is driving me insane. I can't even... I had to listen to someone's kid who's 21 years old talk to his father about the fact that he's going to lose his check and that it's unfair. I want you guys to think about this, what, what, what the government's doing. They have put you guys all on their nipple, passed out $600 checks, paying you more money than you would make if you were actually working. Cause most of you guys, let, let's just say you were making four hundred dollars a week, right? You're a part-time bum. You're making four hundred bucks a week, and your unemployment check is like, I don't know, what do you get? Eighty percent of it? So let's say you get three hundred bucks, right? Then you get another six hundred on top of it. So you're making nine for like what? Eight weeks? You're making nine hundred bucks, and now you're complaining you don't want to go back to work. These people are like, when the governor ever pushed back the uh, the, the, the stay-at-home thing to the 18th, I was like, <laughs> these people are applauding. 30 million bums. 30 million. I don't even know how many millions that is times 600. You do the math. 600 a week, 30 million people, all think they're balling, and all think they fucking deserve it which is even worse. They're, they're already doing a job. Ah, get, but if you're doing a job where you don't make $600 a week, you need to look in the mirror. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. And then, you, you, you're getting a check for doing nothing. You get 1200 bucks, then you get 600 bucks a week, and then you're bitching that you don't got money. You never made that kind of money. You should be having tons of money. You should be putting it away. And you certainly should not be complaining about going back to work. As a matter of fact, you should just work. If you are unemployed, right? Work. Find a place to go to work. Make yourself invaluable. It's not acceptable. To be taking 600 extra dollars a week. When you didn't even earn it. You didn't work for it. It's free money. Nothing pisses me off more. Than when people who don't work hard for something. Get something. That is why socialism doesn't work. That is why communism doesn't work. Because people like me. Will get pissed. That I make X amount of money. And that you make money. For not doing anything. I go out. I work, and if you're on my feed and you're one of those people, I'm looking right at you. I go out. I work. Now, if you're forced to stay home, I get it. So I apologize. You're not all lazy people. But for those that are, this is a specific amount of people. There are good people that are getting the money and doing the right thing. Okay? But there's there's that group of people that weren't even making $600 a week. Okay? They were making like $400. And then they got their mass unemployment. They get like 200. And then the government's kicking them an extra 600. And now they feel like they should make that money all the time. And there are people who are claiming unemployment that weren't even working. And they're getting paid $600 a week. What it creates is a society of this isn't fucking happening on my watch. That's what it creates. It gets people that work hard pissed. That's why socialism and communism doesn't work. Because there is a group of people that would choose not to work and make more money than I could make by working. Breaking my back. Trying to build a company. Eating less or taking less so that I can grow my business. So that I can live the American dream. Where you guys have turned it that the American dream is now sit home, collect $600 a week, and bitch! Well, it doesn't work. And eventually, the hard workers are going to come. They're going to come. And trust me when I tell you, you lazy, fat asses that sit at home and collect your $600 government check and think that it's all right, the government just doles out money. When you do nothing, you will get decimated when us hardworking people don't want to do it. You will be left in the dust when we decide... We're not putting up with this shit anymore. Any day of the week, I will take a hard-working, grizzled old man, 60-year-old dude, boomer, through and through. He will eat you alive. You lazy ass, sitting, collecting your money, and then bitching about it. If I were getting that money, I wouldn't talk about it. I wouldn't bitch about it. Shit, I'd have my head like hanging it down. No, I get up every day. I work to try to keep a struggling business that's getting killed. My business is getting devastated by this virus. Absolutely crushed. I don't even think it's going to be here by the end of it. It'll probably be gone. And not by a lack of effort for me. Because I could have sat back. I could have been like, fuck it. I'm going to shut this thing down. I'm going to take the $600 a week. I was like, no. You keep your money. I'm going to work for mine. And I got to listen to some punk-ass 21-year-old bitch about how he's making $900 a week and it ain't enough money and he don't want to go back to work. He just wants to collect. That's what's wrong with this country and it's a terrible place for us to go. And anybody that's letting their kids get away with this shit, you're the problem too. You too. I'm telling you. It, it, I, I call it my Middle East. This is this is the theory. Here's the theory. This this $600 a week. This pussification of America. I call it the Middle East effect. Here's the Middle East effect. Okay. You take a you take a. I'll just. I love my son to death, man. Love him. Love him. Love him. Love him. You take my son, 12 years old. Right. You go get a kid from the Middle East. Go. You go get a 12 year. Fuck that. Go get an eight year old. An eight year old from Iran. You put my kid and that kid in there, that eight-year-old kid from Iran will eat him alive. Eat him alive. These people are hardworking. Now, I'm not saying they're good people. I'm just saying they're hungry. No one's giving them a $600 check. You know what? They're giving them fucking guns. These kids are battle-tested at eight years old. Our kids are sitting here waiting for handouts. We're going to get decimated everybody sits back and laughs. We don't make shit here anymore. We don't have tough people anymore. And we got people who just want to sit around and get a free ride and think the government can give it to them. And they think that guys like us are going to work so that you can make money? Hell no. What's going to happen is guys like me are going to get fed up. And guys like me are going to start run guys like me are going to run for office and then they're going to try to push someone like me out because I'm controversial because I say stupid shit because I get angry because I did dumb things in the be- when I was a kid and they'll pull those things out but then there'll be another guy a squeaky clean dude that works his ass off like my brother Mike very clean nice guy teacher but he's like me hard-working work for everything that he ever got and when we're sick of handing out money to you people we're going to come, and you are going to be fucked, screwed, out, out on the street, and no one's going to care about it, period. Man, pisses me off. All right. I probably could have just said that in a couple of sentences with, with a... It's really unfortunate that... Or maybe it's a really good thing that the government helped people out in a tough time, But what's unfortunate is there are a group of people that now feel like they're entitled. That they think they can just get free money and that the government will take care of it. And that the people that actually work are going to be okay with it. Just read Animal Farm, okay? Read that book. Book that you guys had back in high school. It'll tell you all plain and simple why people working harder while other people sit on their ass. It just doesn't work, and it's never going to work, ever. It's just not going to work. And it will never, ever work. Lazy people, they, 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 honestly, they should they should just be put on lazy island. Just take all the lazy people and put them on an island together, and they're all going to be gone. So that's going to wrap it up for tonight, guys. My voice is completely short. I need to calm down. I need to reset. I need to relax. Um, If you're getting the money, great. Use it. Save it. You got lucky. It's like hitting the lottery. But don't think that you should get it all the time and don't think that you deserve it. It's to help you get through. This is not something that the country can sustain and do for long periods of time. And if you think that they can... And if the government thinks that they can, I assure you that people like me, the hardworking people, will not stand for it. The actual people that pay for your campaigns, us people that make donations. I donate to Charlie Baker. I donate to President Trump. Not a lot. Maybe 250 something like that. That kind of money, it'll go away. We won't vote for you people. We will put someone in power. That was a hardworking man and that understands that you have to work hard for anything, including your $600 check that you receive from the government. Please keep that in mind as you're spending that money and think that it's owed to you. Think that you deserve it more than me, the guy that started his fucking business with with, with, with money from his dead father. And built it into a good business and now I'm about to lose it because of a fucking virus. But I chose not to. I chose to work. Instead of taking the easy way out so that I could try to save it. I'm not going to put up with it. I won't stand for it. Then I won't sleep until people like you are gone. And I'm not talking, please. I, it's not a threat. I'm not, I, I'm not a violent person. By that I mean until you people learn otherwise. Till you learn how to work because I'll never stand for that, ever, 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 hard work works, and when talent refuses to work, hard work will always be talent, when talent refuses to work hard, all right, that's it on the podcast tonight, guys, thank you so much for listening, this is Spazzing Out, Apple Podcast, Spotify, who am I kidding, you didn't even make it this far, why I'm telling you guys this, if you made it this far, You know where to get it because you listen to the whole podcast. AnthonyPaziali.com. Thank you so much for listening.